trying to get straight to the point, man. Straight to the point. It ain't no introduction needed. This is uh, this is one of those scenarios, man. You know, one of those scenarios that just requires me to just speak from my heart again, man. Like I always do, but last night, man, was a another in- interesting night for me. I had a phone conversation. Um, you know, from 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 uh, one of my usual, uh, you know, point of contacts. You know, Mr. Marquis Marcus Bates, and um, you know, I ain't trying to put all his business out, but you know, he was just sharing with me uh, some information that was going on inside his family about you know a family member wanting to purchase a car. And he was against the car being purchased, you know. And I listened to this conversation. Well, I was listening to his uh, side of the the story, and somewhere along the way, um, you know, I asked him if you were Nas, the rapper, the rapper Nas. You know, and ironically, I had just saw a video on Nas uh, where he, his venture capitalist firm that he owns, invested in a uh, company called Coinbase. And the acquisition uh, netted Nas $165 million, right? So he was just kind of fresh on my mind. And I was just like, yo, what if you were Nas? And your sister was your daughter or just your sister. Like, how would you handle the situation? And, you know, without getting into great details, I think one of his answers was she would probably already have a car. She would probably already have a car. And and that's really kind of what I want to talk about, man, is like some of the concerns I was listening to um, talking to him led into a conversation this morning. Uh, ironically, on the exact same subject matter, you know, my, my younger brother's calling me and is saying, man, you know, you, you, you might have been right about that credit score thing, man. You know, I was a applying for a loan to get a car and uh, my credit score wasn't high enough and you know everybody's pointing me in all of these different directions but nobody's seeming to have an answer to you know how do I get a car you know I'm making good money um, and making good money and 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 I got a down nice size down payment very similar to um, my boy and his conversation man I was like damn this is like two conversations so I started telling my younger brother the same conversation from the night before and asked him the same question and he said the same thing man she would probably already have a car or to be a fleet of cars in the family already or it would be something that 
they would never ever have to consider or worry about and I'm here to just say man none of that has anything to do with uh, finance really I think finance helps put a structure in place for to create a mentality you see what I'm saying like the mentality that it seems like impoverished communities have is get it how you can for yourself and however you got it keep it to yourself don't share the information don't try to help nobody else you know which which is very weird to me man it's really weird because as I was talking to Marcus last night, I said, man, you know, I really believe the slaves had more legacy, more empowering communities than even we have right now with all of the freedom and access to everything we don't have. We don't, we don't uplift nothing. We don't have no tradition, no rites of passages, no uh, knowledge being handed down. Don't nobody know nothing. Can't nobody conceive nothing. Everybody keep everything to themselves. You know, I'm in a generation now, man, where a lot of my my peers, their parents are older, and they're finding out that the parents having all of these terminal illnesses. Like, oh well, we didn't want to worry you. I didn't want to worry you. I didn't want to say that. I knew it would just stress you out. Like, our parents ain't even sharing information with us, man. I'm 45 this year. You know, my, my younger brother is uh, early 30s, 31, 32. You know, um, where's the knowledge, man? Where's the knowledge and information that's being passed down? You know, something that I, I value in African tradition was them passing down information. And somewhere around this, the 80s, 90s, we got away from passing down information. And that's around the time, like I said, man, the big mama epidemic, pandemic at this point, man. She was the last of the Mohicans. She made sure every girl in the house knew how to make cornbread, man. And instilled the cornbread recipe into every girl in the house. And told them why the cornbread was important. You see what I'm saying? Like, as a family, this is what we have that's valuable to us. We had this cornbread recipe. This cornbread has all the nutrients to survive, keep you healthy, keep you whole. This is how you make it. And uh, this is what you're going to perfect by the time you're 13. Man, maybe even, yeah, 13 years old. Then the next generation should come and say, man, you know, I learned it when I was 13, but you're going to learn it at 10. 
then the next generation say, hey, I learned it at 10, man. I'm going to try to see if an 8-year-old can master this recipe. See what I'm saying? Why are we 45 years old and don't even have the recipe for the cornbread, man? You see what I'm saying? This is getting on my nerves, man. It's, It's really getting on my nerves at this point that parents, families are not sharing information, passing down information. Because here's the funny part about it, man. The person who invented the recipe for cornbread had this, I mean, they had the hardest of the hardest. You see what I'm saying? They had it the worst. You see what I'm saying? They had to discover all of the ingredients. They had to figure out how to do this, that, and the third. It might have took them a couple of years to to really understand what they was even trying to do. Now, without them passing the information to the next person and saying, yo, look, I got this, uh, this recipe, man. And, uh, you know, it makes a, it makes a great, it makes a great, uh, you know, dish. Without that, you know, that person wouldn't have the information, man. Like you discover something in life and then you hold the information, you know, I don't understand what it is, man. Like, you got people out here, you know, acting as if they're experts and gurus and all of this stuff. But they don't never share information, man. And when I say share, I stop saying give information. Because none of these people give or have created anything. None of them. None of them have created anything, man. All of the people that's charging you for these classes and programs and this the sad part is (laughs) that somebody gave or passed the information to them man they're being in a sense selfish I hate the word selfish man I really do. Anytime I hear somebody use the word selfish, it makes me kind of disgusted. But they ain't even being selfish. They being, uh, you know, they hoarding and they're being fearful, man. You know, people who hold information are competitors, right? If you're competing against me, that's why you hold information against me. But if you want to, you know, coach and see me win, if you want to create a partnership, if you want to uh, help advance and teach and inspire, you pass information. People's legacies ain't nothing no more, man. Because they don't leave nothing to nobody, man. Even money is nothing. Like, I can leave $100,000 to somebody. 200,000. I can leave a million dollars. But that's nothing, man. The legacy is in what you shared and passed down 
You don't even tell people how to invest the money. You don't even tell them what stocks that you invested in, man. And how you're performing and what what you did to learn this, that, and the other. And the end all be all is these people are competitors. They're trying to compete against you. They don't want to see you win. Are they afraid that you're going to win and take from them? You know. But why was the cornbread recipe passed down, man? That's what I want to know. Why was the cornbread recipe passed down, man? And I can tell you the answer right now, man. Because because they knew it was vital. It was real love and honor involved and it was vital to pass something down say at least I know after I'm gone they're gonna make that cornbread man see what I'm saying Jewish communities do it all the time man it's a part of they it's a part of their spiritual journey man you know what I'm saying? They have a responsibility to their children to prepare them to become adults at the age of 13. See, in God's eyes, in the eyes of God, the eyes of the universe, you are not held accountable fully for all of your actions at 13. 13 is a completion number, right? And uh, and this 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 community don't be playing no games with this thing, man. They don't play no games with it, man. And then they instill, like they give them a cornbread recipe, and then they have a rice of passage, bar mitzvah celebration. See what I'm saying? Then they passing businesses along to them. Even if, see, the business was the business would never be sold. The business is a foundation. So if you got accepted to some kind of college, you know, your college already paid for through the business, or you have access to scholarships and other resources inside the community based on the spiritual laws that they have as a community to share and pass information along, man. So accumulating money is dumb as hell, man. That's a dumbass idea, man. I'm just going to be real. Accumulating money is dumb as hell if you can't pass no kind of information along with it, man, to your family. So I'm getting real ticked off, man. I'm getting real ticked off because all I can think about is people getting theirs. I got mine. They sitting on a big bank. I don't really care, man, what y'all sit on, man. It's stupid at this point. This is so stupid at this point that you have little kids struggling for information, man. And you ain't passing nothing along with it. Like, nobody has... Here's the other part about it. Nobody has the answer for why you don't get the car. 
and they don't offer no kind of, you know, resolution to them not getting the car. Like, hey, don't get the car. Um, I have three cars, and you just use the car, and then when you're through using it, pass it, pass it along. See what I'm saying? Mm-mm. We ain't doing that, man. We over here. I got two or three cars. I'm hoarding cars. I got a car that's broke down and ain't doing nothing with it, but don't want nobody to fix it up. Hey. This is a devastating uh, eye-opening, you know, place to be in, man. Because I'm starting to really, really, truly see that we're we're doing it to ourselves, man. You can't go out here and learn nothing on your own because nobody is giving you information. You make all of the mistakes in the world trying to learn but then you never share the information because you think you know you think that oh I had to do it so they have to do it so damn sad man <laughs> you know film industry the film industry is, is, is totally like that I'm serious man nobody is sharing the information and my journey has been crazy in the film industry I've had people share a lot of information you see what I'm saying? I've had some great internships. I've had some great mentors. I've had some great, uh, you know, opportunities to gain the information. But even in the midst of all of that, the core recipe, the core recipe is still hoarded. You see what I'm saying? Why is the information... <laughs> Like, why is that information, like, held? Like, you're the only one on earth that deserves to have the recipe. And, I, and I'm really, you know, can't quite understand, like, what the recipe is going to do, man. Just because the first person made the cornbread recipe and he passed it to the entire world. Guess what, man? It's going to be a huge percentage. What if 25% of the people don't even like cornbread? So, no, nah, I don't even like cornbread. They ain't even competing with you, man. Then you got other people who's like, hey, you know what? I don't really feel like making cornbread. Somebody else said, well, look, I'm going to take the cornbread recipe and, and package it and sell it. You know? It's so many things that could happen, but the recipe is just the recipe, man. Why are you afraid to give out the recipe? I mean, for real, like, why is that a thing, man? Nobody don't have no answers for me either, man. This is why I get really, really, truly ticked off. And I really get, uh, in a sense, you know, frustrated and and. I understand why I will probably become like the Joker in the Dark Knight or even uh, become the Joker in the Dark Knight or even become the guy who invented Napster 
See what I'm saying? See, what ends up happening is the dude who probably made Napster, his storyline probably went something like this. Hey, man, you know, I just want to, you know, listen to a little music, man, you know, on my little weekend. And, you know, could you share a little music with me? Could you let me hear it? Oh, nah, you got to pay. You got to pay me every single time to just, you know, get a glimpse. And he's like, well, God, no, man, like, I, I get it. But, man, like, you know, could you just throw me a little free sample of it? Nah, you got to buy the album. You got to buy the CD. You got to buy the record. You got to buy this. You got to buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. He said, okay, I tell you what. Once I get this damn recipe to this, I'm going I'm to I'm disrupt, demonetize, and dissolve a whole industry. That's my purpose now. I'm going to make sure that y'all don't get a chance to hoard music no more. And lo and behold, Napster was invented and it demonetized music for a good two or three years. They didn't know what the hell to do, how to do it, what to do. You can get all your music for free. Album dropped, it was always a leak when nobody paying for music and man, the record industry lost their damn minds because it was like, oh my God, oh. And they realized, like, dude, all you have to do is just share, man. You know, just share the information, man. You know what I'm saying? Now, I ain't saying that you should have free artwork or free this and free that. I'm saying the recipe should be passed along, man. Somebody gave you the recipe. Why are you holding on to it, man? We're going to talk a lot about this in, in coming episodes, but it's just really sad, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just at a point now where I don't even really truly understand what people are trying to do with all of this information, man. Um, but I'll, I do know this. If you look at a typical basketball game, uh, you know what I'm saying? The team is passing the ball. They're passing information and strategies to each other because they're wanting to win. They don't share the information or give the information to the opposing team because they're competing against them. Anytime information is not shared, I guarantee you is competition involved. So the mindset is, I don't want them to win. I don't want them to win. See what I'm saying? And you can kind of understand it in a competitive realm or competitive platform. But let that be a, a, a sinker. Let that be a kicker in your life. Anybody in your family ain't sharing information, man. They don't want to see you win, man. They ain't passing the information. They don't want to see you win. I don't care how you put it, slice it, dice it. They don't want to see you win. And that's the sad, sickening part. Because somebody 
shared the and passed the information to them. They didn't invent. Here's the secret. Here's the dumbass secret to all this dumb shit, man. They didn't even earn or deserve to get the information themselves. Somebody shared and passed it to them. It ain't like they invented stock the stock market. Somebody shared some information with them, man. Now they want to come up off of something and hold it because they want to shine in their mind. It's a sick, it's a sick mind, man. But look, go ahead, do your thing. I don't really care because I'm telling you, the Joker in the Dark Knight and Napster um, are winners to me, man. They love to disrupt stuff. And I, I love seeing stuff being disrupted. I really do. I really love things being disrupted. And uh, Tyler Perry came in and disrupted the industry. Now everybody, hey, well, give, give me the, give, give me the. And he, give, he really gives the blueprint and the recipe. And that should tell you right there, man, that the whole world could have the blueprint and the recipe, man. People might not have, they still have to go to work. They still have to go and cook and bake and batter it up. Y'all don't even want to shut a damn recipe, man. <laughs> Shit, man. This, this is sad, man. Look, I'm out, man.